Jesus. Oh, God, I praise you this morning, Lord. I thank you for saving me, Lord God, again today, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, amen, my soul begins to cry out, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. This good to see everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. To the book of Joshua, while you're standing, chapter 1. Amen. Starting with verse 1 through verse 9. Don't forget this Wednesday night we're starting another series. Amen. Tonight we're next Wednesday, this Wednesday night. Be talking about overcoming laziness. <laughs> Last month we talked about overcoming discontentment. So Wednesday night we start with overcoming laziness. Amen. And then also next Sunday in discipleship class, Brother Miller will start a series uh, for the month of May. He will be dealing with hindrance to go. Amen. Brother DeMuth just finished up the month of talking about us being spiritual warriors. Amen. So we're trying to get the Word of God in you so that you're ready to run this race that we're up against in the war. Amen. <clears throat> Praise God. Verse 1. After this, now after the death of Moses, the servants of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, said, Moses, my servant, is dead. He's done. He's over. Basta, compito, finito, over. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness in this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide in inheritance the land, which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant command thee, Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest do observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success." Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Amen. And I want to talk to you today from this thought, 
how to be successful in the battle of life. Amen. How to be successful in the battle of life. Father, we thank you again this morning. Let your word prevail in us, God. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, O oh God, that when we leave this place, Lord, we will leave changed, renewed, refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you this day in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. How to be successful in the battle of life. Amen. Everyone wants to be successful in life. But few seems to have the understanding of how to succeed in the battle of life. Paul told the church at Ephesus, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. And having done all you can do this stand, stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth. And having on the breastplates of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto for all saints. So Paul calls us to be aware that there is a battle. And in this life, amen, Jesus says, you shall have tribulations. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The apostle Paul told Timothy, he says, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Because life is a battle. And if we are not prepared for the battle, we're going to lose. People are struggling and people are going through things in their lives because they're not preparing for the battle. Life is a battle, as I said. It's good against evil. It's right against wrong. It is love against hate. It's against unity against disunity. It's peace against strife. It is truth against lies. It's life against death. It's heaven against hell. Life is a battle. And the reason so many people are struggling with life is because they are not preparing themselves. The reason many are depressed, the reason many are despondent, the reason many are sad and with low self-esteem and hopelessness is because they don't prepare for the battle. We know we're in a warfare. We know that we have to train for this thing. A lot of people has come to the mindset to think that school is designed to prepare you for life. School does not prepare you for life. Your home 
is where the life for the battle is prepared. This is what Moses told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you must love Him with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you this day must be hidden in your heart, and you must teach them diligently unto your children. And you shall talk about them when you sit it in your house. When you're in the way, when you lie down, when you rise up, he says you bind them upon your hands. You let them be frontless between your eyes. You write them on your door and upon your gate. He says you take the word of God because life is a battle. And you've got to teach this word in your house. It's not the school's responsibility. It is your responsibility. Amen. You must have this this word hidden in your heart, amen, at every juncture, amen, because life is a battle. Life is going to throw you some curveballs. Paul called them wiles and fire darts of the wicked. I call them uncircumstances and unwanted circumstances and tricks and schemes, amen, that the devil is going to try to throw against you to defeat you. So therefore, you must hide the Word of God in your heart. Life is all about choices. The choices you make in your life will determine if you will be victorious or not. Life is all about commitment. Are you going to commit? your life to the things of God or to the things of this world. Life is all about courage, having the right and the ability to stand, amen, in the times of adversity. Solomon says, if you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. Life is all about confidence, having the skills and the knowledge and the abilities to do what God is asking of you to do. Life is all about character. It's all about, amen, judgment. It's all about endurance. It's all about dependability. It's all about decisiveness. It's all about bearing. It's all about unselfishness. It's all about candor. It's all about knowledge and loyalty and enthusiasm and trustworthiness and trust. It's about integrity and taking the initiative. Amen. Life is putting on the whole armor of God so that you are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. The life is a battle and you are going to enter in this battle sooner or later so you not as well prepare yourself for what is going to come. When I was in the military, it prepared me for the battle. From my basic training, they prepared me. They taught me first aid. They taught me how to deal with sickness. They taught me how to deal with death. They taught me how to identify the traps and the schemes that the enemy would have. They taught me how to navigate to prepare me for the battles that I would face in life. But sad to say, homes today are not preparing the children for the battles of life. But I've come to tell you today, and so many has already thrown in the towel, and so many has given up because they was not prepared for the battle of life. And the reason they feel this way now is because they made wrong choices. 
They've made wrong decisions. They've married the wrong person. They don't feel that they have the knowledge, the skills, and the abilities to continue to succeed. They've been beaten down. They've been degraded. They're so badly abused, amen, by the lips of men today that they don't feel that they have the courage to succeed. But I've come to tell you today that no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, if you have been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give you the utterance and you're living a holy and godly life, you win. Amen. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. You have more power in you, and you hold in your hand the success to life, to overcome the battle. You've just got to read it. You've just got to study it. You've just got to hide the Word of God in your heart, and you will see that you will succeed. It has been stated that Napoleon Bonaparte stood over a map and he reached down and he pointed to the nation of China and he said, there lies a sleeping giant. If they ever wake up, they will shake the entire world. I've come to tell somebody here today, if you ever wake up and get a hold of this thing and you hide this word in your heart, you're going to shake the depths of hell. The gates of hell are going to be shaken. That's what Satan desires. He don't want you to wake up. He wants you to be despondent. He wants you to be low down. He don't want you to rise up because he knows the day that a born again Christian ever cling to the word of God and wake up. You're going to shake the gates of hell. This is why James says you believe there's one God the devil also believe and he trembles he don't want you to wake up Jesus said to Peter could you not wait with me for one hour wake up Peter amen you got a mission you've got something you got to do but I come to tell you the enemy wants you to sleep because he knows as long as you sleep he don't have to worry about you bombarding the gates of hell Praise God. Peter was sleeping between two guards. And the angel came in. And he touched him and says, Get up, Peter. Get your sanders on. Notice they didn't care as long as he slept. But when he woke up, they was afraid now. Because they know that Jesus had given Peter the keys to the gates of hell. And as long as Peter was woke, he was going to lose something in the earth. He was going to burn something in the earth. Satan don't want you to wake up because he knows you've got the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And if you wake up, he knows you're going to lose something in the earth. You're going to set this world on fire. Amen. When you get a hold of the word of God, he 
knows uh, there's something down inside of you. Because this gospel didn't come in word only. It came in power. It came in the Holy Ghost. And it came in much assurance. And Jesus says, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and of all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall harm you. Satan wants you to keep sleeping. He don't want you to wake up. That's why Daniel says he's trying to wear out the sinks of the Most High in Daniel 7.25. See, he knows as he can keep you tired, then you're not going to want to come to church. He knows if he can keep you tired, all you're going to want to do is sleep. But I come to tell you this morning, it's time to wake up. It's time to get up. Paul says in Romans 13.11, and that knowing now, now is the time. Now is high time, Paul said, to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believe. When you first open your eyes one day and says, I believe in that old rugged cross. When you woke up one day and you said, I need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. When you woke up one day and says, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. That day you woke up. From there to right now, you're closer to heaven than when you first believe. Now is high time. It's time to get up. It's time to come out of the sleep, amen, because the light is dawning. If a Christian can't be seen today, you're still asleep. Praise God. I sent a text to all my pastors this morning in the section, and I says, you need to get up and get to church. The day is Sunday, and the last time I checked, you're the pastor. <laughs> One of them wrote back and said, can't I just sleep in? <laughs> no. We need to wake up. Amen. We need to wake up and realize who we are and where we are heading. Now is not the time to sleep. Paul goes on and tells the church in Ephesians 5.14, Awake now that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. He says if you open your eyes, if you wake up, God is going to give you light. Because the entrance to the Word give light. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was dark and void, and God moved upon the face of the earth and God said let there be light and there was light I come to tell you this morning it's time to wake up it's time to not sleep now is the time to intercede for your family now is the time to get a hold of heaven I come to tell you this morning as the captain told Jonah and Jonah 1 6 he says wake up oh sleeper now is not the time for you to be asleep the waves are tossing. The boats are about to capsize. It's time for you to wake up, he said, and call upon your God. Jonah 1.6. He says, get up, old sleeper. Now is not the time to sleep anymore. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believe. Turn to somebody and tell them, wake up. Hallelujah. Praise God. You gotta wake up. Amen. 
the reason so many people are struggling in life is because they're asleep. They're not woke. Amen. And the reason there's a great rise of suicide in the land is because people are sleeping. Amen. They are not preparing for the battle. Life is a battle. And you have to realize that it's a battle and you've got to prepare for battle. This is what Jesus was telling Joshua. He says, don't you ever let the word depart out of your mouth. He says, you meditate in it day and night. And as long as you do, you will prosper and you will have great success. He says, wake up, Joshua. He says, yes, I've called Moses to the mountain many times before. And he came back down. But this time, Moses isn't coming back down. He's up there. He's dead. He's gone. And you're the one that's going to carry the people over into the promised land. Don't forget the words that he told you. Why? Because the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. There was nothing hard about the law. The law was all about love. The love for God and the love for your fellow man. Amen. But we have allowed the enemy to lure us into a sleep. It's time to wake up. It's time to come out of darkness into his marvelous light. It is time to get into the Word of God because faith comes by hearing and it comes by hearing the Word of God. And this is what the Lord wanted Joshua to realize. Joshua, don't ever let this Word that Moses told you depart out of your mouth because you will need strength and you will need courage to fight the battles that's going to come against you. And I've come to tell somebody today, you need to get in the Word of God because there's battles coming that you have not seen. There's things coming against you that you never thought would happen. But I come to tell you today, and here is strength. And here is courage. And here is power to overcome everything that the enemy will throw against you. Faith comes by hearing. And it comes by hearing the Word of God. Praise God. The reason so many people that classify success in the world can't handle it is because they don't have no word. You can be successful out there. You can accomplish great things. But without the word of God, it ain't going to work. Howard Hughes, you probably, some of you probably know him if you're my age. He was the owner of TWA Airlines, which don't exist anymore. And uh, Air West, another airlines. He was a film producer. He was a philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist not a but philanthropist. Philanthropist. People that has a lot of helpful people. How's that? <laughs> Amen. He had a heart for people. He was successful. But his problem was he didn't know how to deal with it. And all of a sudden, at the end, he just went crazy. Sitting in a dark room, wearing dark clothes for nine years in a hotel room, never opened a curtain. Because he couldn't deal with success. You will never be able to deal with success if you don't hide the Word of God in your heart. Moses, the Lord said, Joshua, he's dead. 
All the other times he's came back, but he's not coming down. So get up. Amen. No man should be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Look at the promises he tells him from just that few passage of Scripture. No man will be able to stand before you. They can't come against you because you've got on the armor of God. You have all power dwelling in you. When you have the word of God, you will be strong. And you will be of good courage when things come against you, when uncircumcisions and things comes against you, uncircumcised, excuse me, come against you. You will be strong as men and women of God. Amen. Because you're clinging to the word of God. Weakness is a sign that you are not hiding the word of God in your heart. If you fear, you're not hiding the word of God in your heart. If you're not willing to stand for what you believe in, you're not hiding the Word of God in your heart. You can listen to me preach all day long, 365 days a year. But until you get in this book and hide this Word in your heart and meditate on it day and night and let God reveal the truth of it to you, amen, there are certain things I can't tell you. It's going to take a revelation from Almighty God to reveal it to you. You need to get in this book. That's why David said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the ways of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, shall bring forth fruit in its season, and his leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You've got to meditate in this thing. You've got to get up and wake up and get into the Word of God. Wake up, O sleeper. Now is the time to get a hold of the things of God because the Word of God is a guidance. It is a counselor. It gives us directions in life. It is a tutor. It is designed to bring us to Jesus Christ. If you want good success, if you want to prosper, God says, don't ever let my word depart out of your mouth. Talk about it when you get up. Talk about it when you sit in your house. Talk about it when you lie down. Put it on your hands. Write it on your doorpost. Write it on the gatepost. Whatever you're going to face in life, you have to prepare for the word and through and with the word of God. Every place you go, God says, it's yours. Every place your foot go, I've given it to you. Look at the promises that he gave him. He was encouraging him. And I've come to tell you today to bring you encouragement. Everywhere you go, God has given it to you. You just need to claim the promises. You just need to claim the Word of God. You shall have great success. And that word success is only appear one time in the whole Bible. And that's in that passage 
of Scripture. And God associates it with His Word. You want success? He says, you hide my word in your heart. You get a hold of my word. Isn't it amazing that success only have one you in it? (laughs) You! If you don't study the word of God, if you don't hide the word of God in your heart, you're not going to have success. You're not going to prosper. It's required of you. Amen. You've got to have the right spirit. You've got to have the right attitude. Paul says in Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You've got to have the right attitude if you're going to be successful in life. You've got to get in the Word of God. You've got to have understanding if you're going to be successful in life. The first thing King Solomon prayed for was, God, give me an understanding because I'm young. I don't know how to go out and I don't know know how to come in, but if you give me an understanding, if you give me a heart of wisdom, I will understand what I need to do. I've come to tell you today, you're going to face some battles that you're not going to know what you need to do, but I've come to give you some advice in here. If you get understanding, you will be ready for every battle that comes against you. There are going to be some curveballs thrown and some circumstances and some unwanted things coming in your life. But with understanding, you will be able to overcome every one of them. As Proverbs 8, 14 says, I am understanding. By me, kings ring and princes, they care justice. Amen. I am understanding. So Paul Solomon goes on and says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get an understanding so that you know why you're doing what you're doing and why you're doing it because the battle rages. There's a battle coming against you. You need to wake up, old sleeper, and get an understanding. You've got to have some commitment in your life. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Paul said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend." But this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Commit your ways unto the Lord, and He shall bring it to pass. You've got to commit. Ruth says, don't you ask me to leave you. Where you go, I'm going. Your people are going to be my people. Your God. God is going to be my God. Where you live, I'm going to live. And where you die, I'm going to die. That's commitment. You've got to get up every day and commit. I'm going to hide the Word of God in my heart. I'm going to commit to studying the Word of God. I'm going to commit to meditating the Word of God. Because then you shall have great success. Hallelujah. You've got to study the Word of God. 
Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.13. He says, until I come, give attendance to the reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, continuing these things. For in so doing, you will save yourself and everyone else that hears it from you. Amen. You've got to meditate on this thing. Amen. The psalmist says in Psalms 119 verse 18, he says, Lord, open my eyes that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. There's so much wonderful stuff in this book. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But he's revealed it to you and I by his spirit. And I come to tell you today, if you want to prosper and you want to have great success, you study this word. You meditate on this word. You hide it in your heart. Amen. Let the word of God dwell in you richly, Paul says, admonishing one another, sin, and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Amen. You've got to have endurance. You've got to get up when you're tired. you still got to press on. you still got to keep going. Gideon and his men was tired, but they kept pursuing. I've come to tell somebody today, you might be tired. You might be a little wore out. You might be a little beside yourself, but I come to tell you today, pursue. Keep pursuing your goals. Keep pursuing your dreams, but hide the Word of God in your heart. And then, and then only will you have great success. You've got to have salvation, because neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name of the heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. The Word is our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. And neither is there salvation in any other but Jesus Christ. I won't leave you, Joshua. I'll be with you every step of the way. The key to the battle of life, my brothers and sisters, is to hide the Word of God in your heart. Praise God for the Word of God. It's quick. Hebrews 4.12, and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividers of under soul and spirit and John and Myra, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intent of your heart. The key to success in the battles of life is that word. Because in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and were not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shining in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man since of God whose name was John, the same that came to bear witness of the light. He was not the light, but the bear witness of the light, that true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. And he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and his world knew him not. He came to his own, and his own received him not, but as many 
received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, which was born not of blood, not of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good for his mercy, and do it forever. Let the house of Israel now say, His mercy, and do it forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, His mercy, and do it forever. Let them that fear Him now say, His mercy, and do it forever. I cried unto the Lord in my distress. He answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. What can man do unto me? The Lord take my part with them to help me. Therefore will I see my desires upon them that hate me. Amen. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about. Yea, they can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about like bees and it quenched of the thorns of the fire. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They have cast sore at me that I might fall. But the Lord help me. Amen. The rejoicing in song is in the house of the Lord this morning. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Because they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress and my God in whom I will trust. Surely He will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He will cover me with His feathers and under His wings I shall trust. His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes in noonday. A thousand will fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with your own eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, even the Most High, even my God shall rescue refuge. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear thee up in your hands, lest you dash your feet against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder and the young lion and dragon. You shall trample on the feet because you have set your love upon him. Amen. He will set you on high because you have known his name. You shall call. He will deliver you. I will be with you in trouble and with long life will I satisfy you and make known you my salvation. You need salvation. Neither is there salvation in any other. That's what the whole book is about. Success. What does it profit? To gain the whole world and lose your soul. You need to have salvation. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. The Lord says, Hear, you children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. 
For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender, and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou hast embraced her. She shall give thine head an ornament of grace, of crown of glory, shall she deliver to you. Notice, it's going to bring you right to the point where you're trying to get to. A crown in the end. You want to be able to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful Servants, when you embrace the Word of God and do it, your end state is going to be heaven so that you get that crown. So I just want to encourage you today. I just want to challenge you today to study God's Word, to meditate on God's Word, to hide God's Word in your heart because there is a battle. You've only had a few of the scrimmages. But when you start putting the enemies back to the wall, he's going to fight you with everything he's got. And you need to be ready for what he's going to throw at you. But if you have not hid any word in your heart, you're going to lose. He's going to defeat you. But I want to encourage you today. That's why two of the goals that we have in this church is to read your Bible through every year. And to remember the 12 monthly scriptures, because I want you to hide that word in your heart so that you know and can fight against the enemy of your soul. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you feel you need to get some more word today in your heart, amen. I want to encourage you, amen, to, when you leave this morning, let the Word be your God every day. Purpose in your heart that you're going to get up every morning, every day. You're going to hide a passage in your heart, amen, and you're going to live according to the Word of God. James says, don't just be a hearer, but be a doer of God's Word, amen. So I'm going to sing this old song, amen. Praise God. And uh, I know it's not in the system, so you just have to get to listen to my voice, amen. (laughs) But if you feel you need to come to the altar and pray, you're more than welcome to pray this morning. Amen. Praise God. But we want to close this morning with this word, amen. Mercy rewrote my life.